2: Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. I'm better than you.
1: And you know it. D.M.D. Acknowledge me.
3: I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm tired and I work with children.
1: Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace
3: the vision. And we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide. A proud member of the faction known as The Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, my tag team partners, senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and, of course, the super producer here at The Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters, guys. I uh, I need to ask you, how many Bad Bunny songs have you listened to this week? Like over, under <laughs> five and a half. One.
3: Oh, okay. Then, <laughs> so severe under. <laughs> I don't. What? I I don't know the words, but uh, 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 like that is. What's his name of his entrance song? Chambea, I believe that's how is how you pronounce it. That, that is so infectious. Well, again, when it's great when the backlash, when his entrance hits the backlash and they have the shot of the whole crowd in Puerto Rico and it they're, they're so, they were loud Friday night. They loud Saturday night. But the, the, the moment when the hero, like he put the whole Puerto Rico on his back at that moment. And <laughs> they was rocking. I'm rocking. I'm, I, my, people didn't know who bad bunny was. I know that that may have been the star Turner moment for him in terms of being bigger than just like, this musician who also wrestles. like I don't know. It, it felt like it was Bad Bunny everything at that moment.
2: Brian, when is uh, when is Bad Bunny going to be WWE World Heavyweight Champion? Hmm, <laughs> I'd say 2024. That sounds about Okay. Me. We'll give him a year? Yeah, we'll yeah. build them up. At the, <laughs> have, have him win the title in Puerto Rico. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go there. They have to mean? go back.
3: I mean, th- th- again, the way that's... Our that crowd was amazing. I I wasn't even thinking about the fact that SmackDown would be in Puerto Rico, and I'm I got mm-hmm. I got the, I got it. I'm like, wait! I, I think it was when uh, it was seeing Liv and Raquel running down, and I was like, wait, what is this ramp? And I'm realizing, oh, that's the whole Puerto Rico. They're like in Puerto Rico yeah. right now, and you, oh no, don't! I, I don't know. I love everything. Oh, I love that. Yeah, everything love about that
0: experience looked amazing. They um oh. look like they wouldn't leave money on the table, and right. that's the reason yeah. why I think they'll be back. I mean, put the title on Bad Bunny. Why not? Vince McMahon was WWE champion. Right. He's a better wrestler than Vince. Let's be real. He... Oh, <laughs> 10 times. Yeah. He's- <laughs>
3: I don't know. Like t- okay, today what, may God, not what be was the, that look. Well, cause today may not be the day, but like, cause I mean, I, I don't know if the, it, again, you got two situations. You got Roman Reigns holding these titles for damn near Re a Thousand Days at this point. We 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 gonna get there soon. And uh, yeah. then you got the world heavyweight title that's gonna be, you know, awarded very soon. I'm assuming whoever's got that world heavyweight title would be the one that bad money would be knocking off. So it's a question of who would be holding it and who's legit gonna be Taking
2: the fall, and I don't, I don't know if that's a conversation we got the time for uh, this
3: Wednesday.
2: <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll fantasy book Bad Bunny winning the world title at some point during we'll this note. run here in the next couple. Of, yeah, Cal's making a note. We're gonna <laughs> do it, but in the meantime, let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines, and you all know the deal. We've scoured the internet some of the biggest headlines in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly, let them fly. First up, Damien Priest, quote, has to be seen as one of the top-level players in the company going forward. Brian H. Waters, he had probably the match of the night with Bad Bunny at Backlash. He was in the World Heavyweight Title Tournament. Where do you see Damien Priest? going forward here in the immediate future.
0: I see him as a top guy. The only thing right now, it's kind of hard for me to see him and Finn Balor, both as top guys are <laughs> part of the same faction. Mm. Right. But I think Finn can be a mega baby face and boom, Damien is the heater, but I definitely see him as a top guy. He's a veteran. He's older. And, We had Danny Cage on here. Shout out to Coach Danny Cage. to now. Monster Factory. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, from Monster Factory. Damien Priest is a graduate. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. So I definitely see him as a guy. Uh, Shout out to uh, Coach Danny Cage for what he did. And shout out to Damien Priest carrying Bad Bunny. Not to say Bunny couldn't work, but, but come on now. We know who led the match. There's a reason why Bunny trusted him. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. Yeah. and and that's wasn't the last,
3: weren't they involved when Bad Money first came in as well like it's not Tag like the team. first time but they worked Tag together partners. so yeah. you know it, there's definitely a, a, a kinship there and it's really dope that they were able to do that in Puerto Rico um i, I the onus really seemed to be on creative cuz if we're talking about him being you know a, a, a top tier performer or or whatever the quote said um he's got He's got to start knocking around with those people that are in those World Heavyweight Championship tournaments on a regular basis and not just when it's time for, you know, a bad bunny feud at, at, at Backlash. He's got to be doing that consistently. So that's really where I would I would want it.
2: This summer into the fall, I would like to start seeing that if that's really the case. Ooh, I mean, yeah, I mean, to kind of start that or kind of catapult it even more, you know, give him give him a what, they're, on, they're on SmackDown now? Where are they? They're on they're on, yeah, they just got drafted to SmackDown, yeah. So he, he could chase the U.S. title. You know what I mean? Take that off theory. Right.
3: And, Am I lying? and you
2: know, elevate his status a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, Brian, to your point earlier, you know, could him and Finn be the top dogs in the same group? I mean, no. could also split them up. Right? May, I mean, I, I think, I think, I think that's where that's to. kind of headed. Yeah, yeah. Especially to kind of let them both cook because as we saw on Monday, Finn is still, he's still that dude, man. That that, that, mm-hmm. that match he had with Seth was was fantastic. But Damian is, uh, I think he's proven his worth in, in the last couple of, of weeks here. I mean, he's, been, I he's been incredible.
3: Judgment days on Raw, LWO got drafted to SmackDown. That's what oh, it was. So he, they were, they, they so he, were both on the one team and they got drafted to the other. Right.
2: So he could chase the IC title. And I mean, if they're going to put Gunther um, you know, yeah. he's the main title be picture believable. anyway. Yeah, it could, it could be believable yeah, yeah. him
0: beating Gunther just right. on the Absolutely. size alone. You know, Size alone, Gunther exactly. slipping, that would be believable. I would like it.
2: Yeah, and they probably want to slide. Uh, let's. I mean, I'm assuming Seth is going to win the world title at Night of Champions, and Gun- a Gunther Seth uh, program.
3: Woo. You you put you put money on Seth, or you, you still got to see what the line is for uh, for, for Night of Champions.
2: I mean, I guess we got to see who's coming out of the SmackDown side on Friday. Well, yeah, sometime, I think it's, yeah. it's got to be set. But anyway, we'll, we'll I guess see. we'll see. That, that might be premature. Like my we'll Warriors of the Lakers uh, pick that I had <laughs> in the second round. Uh, next I'm up, being nice. <laughs> just, Brian, don't look at me. Don't make eye contact with me. Nobody right now. said anything. <laughs> that's funny. That, that's a,
3: I will say, for those out there listening, this is not K Nobody's mentioned anything about that until just now. This is, <laughs> this is excellent. But I love I, y'all
2: restraint. I appreciate it. it. Even even during our pre-pod discussion, nothing, nothing. was brought up. I, mean, I know yeah, what the
0: Warriors have done when down three one. I know. I'm well aware. Now, and because that year I was rooting for the thunder. They did it one
2: time. I don't, know, I don't know if I have the same face. Next up on High Spot Headlines, WWE reportedly allows blood for Brock Lesnar matches, and the rules are different for him. Cal, when, when Brock was busted up on Saturday at Backlash, did you think it was a planned spot? Because it certainly didn't look like it at first.
3: Well, I, it's interesting because I think Brock Lesnar because of Brock Lesnar's, you know, size, just like he's an imposing figure. You may it, he could be yelling at you and you know that he is what his occupation is and what he does for a living and still think that he's re- like that, that I remember that that situation where he was walking through Gorilla and like him and Vince had the, the like did he throw the belt at Vince or something like that? Like I it could it was it was on camera. He did it, but you know, mm-hmm. w- was that kayfabe or was him and Vince working the room or was it like I can never 100% say. So I always assume that when Brock Lesnar's in that ring, uh, whatever he wants to have happen, happens. I also remember, shouts to Braun Strowman. I remember that, that video where Braun hit him with that knee to the <laughs> head, and he... he The bahed. receipt. He hit, hit yeah. him with that potato right to the side of the head, and, yeah. Braun, and Braun, Braun, he was staggering for a like. So, yeah, when I saw the buckle get exposed and looking and the cameraman shouts out to that cameraman because you could see Brock hit. And then immediately there, there was no time to do anything, but just fall back. And he had a gas. Yeah. I, I assume that he wants to, what do they call it? Go get in color the hard way. I'm assuming that's what Brock would prefer.
2: Right. Brian H. Waters. Are you fine with the different rules for Brock Lesnar? It seems like this is his whole career, by the way. Now look,
0: I'm not scared of Uh-oh. no man. Oh no! If if they can beat me, they can beat me. But I'm not scared of no man. But I will say this: I met Brock Lesnar before. There's no way I'm telling him he can't do something. I'm just not
2: stupid. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> Let, let's touch on that. Let's rewind of the You met Brock Lesnar like That's in a good person? Question.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out to our good friend Steve Brayman over at WWE. This was um when we worked together and uh um, yeah. before Letter. Um, I'm gonna say this: I politic my way. Because I usually would close, (laughs) like, work the later shift. So I said, hmm, we got three social media producers that's working the late shift. Steve, you know, Brock Lesnar's coming in tomorrow. So, you know, I'm like, I can kind of help with the social media content. And he was
4: like,
0: you know what? Yeah, you know, he's going to be doing this, this, that, and the other. He said, yeah. And I said, if you want, I'll come in. Just work that, then go home and come back later. He said, "Nah, I just worked the early shift." That's why. That's why he's <laughs> such a great guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that night he, oh, um, well, that morning, he was, and this is the before his match with Undertaker when they both did the um, gif that where They both sit up. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the week before that, he was fresh off a of plane from that Raw the night before. But he was, you know, a good move, great guy. Um, the host said something about his ears and cauliflower ears and Brock <coughs> stared a hole into him to the point the guy who was, I was recording on my phone and this never aired by the way, cause it was just a bad situation. Uh, not at Brock's fault, obviously, but the guy who was standing next to me said he had to look at me to see that my eyes was blinking cause he thought Brock was going to rip a hole into the said host. Uh, but then afterwards they took a selfie together. There you go. There you go. Um, So with that being said, I'm not telling him, Brock, you can't do color. Because he's like, really? You know, he knows his character. He knows what he's trying to portray. And we can see he's having the most fun probably in this, what, last three years than he's probably ever had. Ever since, you know, he's been a ponytail Brock, you you see a different side of him.
3: What a, what a, what a, what a novel idea. You know, you let the wrestlers know who you let the wrestlers do what they do based on them knowing who they are and it'll work. That's the Roman Reigns that we got right now. I think uh, it's Mm -hmm. also the one that, like you were saying, I think it's outside of just how imposing Brock is. He also seems like somebody who, if you're not gonna let him do what he wants to do he's not gonna be around so if Brock says well I, you gotta get color Brock he's like okay well we're gonna take the turnbuckle off gonna smash my head if you say no he'll say well I guess this Cody Rhodes match isn't happening in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico then huh like right. you, know, you, 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 you gotta work with Brock to let and I, 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 Brock is a professional so I'm assuming that he knows the limit of what he can do or what mm-hmm. he needs to do with both himself and his opponent to uh
0: Not making a bloodbath. Y'all remember remember uh, the show Ride Along? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So later on, like, in his career, Brock revealed that he used to ride with Undertaker and Kane. Could Mm -hmm. you imagine those Ride Along episodes? Now, we're talking 2002, 2003. Can you just imagine what those car rides was like? How did all three of them fit into one car? Great question. (laughs) That's that's really where
2: I'm... They, they, they were hoping to stay dudes. in the main
3: event so they could rent Suburbans every time they mm-hmm. were driving everywhere, because I, I can't imagine what else right. they were traveling in.
2: Three of them three of them in a Camry, just, <laughs> just a mid-sized sedan. <laughs> that Camry would break down. It was just, going yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just like Flintstones and they just carve out the bottom and they're running with their feet. <laughs> like I, I would believe that if it was the three of them. Like Those three dudes could, could power a car. <laughs> uh, last, last one here on High Spot Headlines. Darby Allen is planning to climb Mount Everest next year. This is a real headline, <laughs> and I, Cal, I'm throwing this to you. Wait. Look, this 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 dude's re- literally about to be in a world championship match at one was, of the biggest shows. I was gonna say in AEW
3: is MJF going to be at the bottom on the table or something? Like, what, what, what like, every, every, I'm saying, every time I see Darby, I'm sorry, every time I see Darby Allen climb something very tall, it's always for him to jump off of it. Like, what, what I, I, I know, he, is he just a fan? Is he a climber? I thought, I, he, he likes music I, look, and he I, likes skateboarding and pro wrestling. I,
2: I don't I can't by the way I can't remove this image of now him just climbing <laughs> the top of Mount Everest he's at the just top to do a high spot he's just like just to do a high spot he just, he he just hits flip, the flip yes, coffin drop. drop literally a coffin drop oh, uh, from the top he's it seems like he's always chasing something and this this is wild man like I was looking at the stats around 4000 people have successfully climbed Mount Everest oh wow it, this is this is from the article so around 4000 people have successfully climbed Mount Everest, with thousands of others dying while attempting to make the summit. That's what I hear. I, I, I hear, as you're walking, I don't know, down, man. there's always those, those <laughs> stories,
3: of people walking up and you're like passing, like people who passed away or whatever, like sitting on the side of the mountain. And yes. like it, it's no joke. I mean, the, the actual work is no joke. I,
2: is this the first mountain he's climbed? I, I don't think so. Based on if you're going, you can't just go from. Nothing. You can't just go from a skateboard ramp to Everest. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess you
3: could. You can't go from <laughs> the big ladder on Dynamite to uh Mount Everest, right?
2: Right, little little higher, Mount yeah. Everest, from what I understand, <laughs> in terms of the uh the the height. But man, I I get it. He's he, you know, one of his quotes about this is just he wants to do stuff that no other wrestler has done. Right. I think he's achieved that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. That's, Some that's, of these so, some so. of these, some of these spots that he's doing, are mind-boggling. You know what I mean. And it's it's almost sometimes you just think it's unnecessary. And I get it. it you know, you, you want to make an impact. You want to steal the show. Right. Uh, Who's unless this is part of AEW's other programming? <laughs> like, what's their behind-the-scenes show that they're running now on uh, uh like, all access. All access, like if this is an all access episode, I guess you know, you well, know. May, maybe it's season two of
3: All Access is like the prep for Darby. <laughs> it's kind of like ever watch, uh, uh, what was the street David Blaine like his special Yeah, where it's like him prepping. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this mm-hmm. is going to be like a six part series of Darby prepping to climb Mount Everest.
2: Darby Allen as AEW's David Blaine is that'd be a good bit. <laughs> Where he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> i would actually do a
3: magic now. That's what it is. You magician.
0: JBL was on a, a quest like around 2012 to 2014 mm. of climbing mountains, but he has stopped because of severe weather conditions. But mm. his goal was to do seven mountains, mm. and then I think he was going to end at Mount um, Everest. <laughs> and w, like he was putting the WWE flag at the top of every mountain.
2: Every, every mountain. mountain. Mm hmm. Oh man! I, Climbing
3: a mountain, like he, like you, actually got to climb out. Like at a certain point, you're not just hiking up a mountain, right? You actually got to put hands on the side and lift yourself up. That's a mm-hmm. lot. Oof. Yeah, I'm guessing. Oh, anyway. it's I, I it's
2: real know. danger. By the way, this is yeah. not, you know, you're just taking a bump or a dangerous bump. Like this, yeah, is, this isn't just a <laughs> side of a. This cage, is a yeah. life bump. Yeah, this is. <sighs> I don't know, man. Um, but. Hey, shout out to Darby mm-hmm. Allen. Stay uh, he, safe. He's clearly, he's clearly chasing something. And uh, if, if this is part of All Access, I, I will be surely tuning in. <laughs> and they got my rating. 100%. So it is what it is. Ah! There it is. You heard the drop. It's now time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heats, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, but we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Dip. But for today's edition of They Said What, we're, we're taking somewhat of a break from calling out our fellow hosts here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. And uh, we are taking it to the wrestling streets. Uh, Brian H. Waters opened up a Wednesday Worldwide voicemail number for you, our beautiful, wonderful listeners, I love to it. drop your own. They said what takes for us to respond to. We've got two today. Two. We, uh, we, we Brian went through all of these submissions, and keep them coming, by the way. We'll we'll drop the number here in the description. We've got two good ones here. First up, a very loyal worldwide listener. His name is Rick, aka at Tiki Tavi? I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but we'll we'll, we'll link it in in the Twitter. Brian H., play the clip.
0: Yo, I got some hot takes for y'all. I'm a little slow right now, but I think Edge is going to be the new world heavyweight champion and also Lakers in five, baby. Wow.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going big pop We're... for
3: the second part.
2: Rick we uh we have beef uh we have problems. Thank you for listening. Uh that you we we've really really appreciate it. Did not appreciate the Lakers shout out. <laughs> Kick me while I'm down, why don't you? Uh but Brian, I'll throw it over to you. Edge winning the world title. Where are you at? I mean, maybe 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 it could
0: restore my faith in Edge because I've been bored with him lately, but I I think he'll put on a good match with um, whomever he's with. And obviously, if it's with Seth Rollins, they're going to tear the house down. That's um, been a proven fact. But, um, you know, I wouldn't hate it because I would be interested to see him, see somebody chase him, right? Obviously, I kind of, well, he's on SmackDown now. I'm pretty sure that person would go to Raw. So it would be fun to watch Seth Rollins chase him. Um, We mentioned Finn Balor earlier so you could reignite
2: that feud, but
0: uh, I just think it's Seth Rollins' uh, championship to lose at this point.
2: Right. Cal, does an Edge world title run do anything for you? No. I, I an <laughs> Edge world title run no. does nothing for... I don't... I,
3: I've i seen Edge, the top of the mountain a number of times, uh, and I've seen Edge wrestling a number of times over the last couple of years. I've seen him be supposed to be gone, and he put on the greatest wrestling match of all time, is what the thing said on the marquee. Yeah. Um he's been in hell in the cells. He's he created the the Judgment Day, and then they beat his ass. Like I I I don't want to say I don't care because he can still put on good stories and 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 and, and, and he's, he'd, he'd be putting on the matches too. But I don't know if I need Edge as a world champ again with with the people that I'm seeing on TV every week. One of those individuals could hold that championship, I think,
2: as high or if not higher than Edge can currently. Yeah. I mean, I'm with both of you. I think I'm good off a Edge world title run. I will say this, though. The only way I'd be fully in on it is if he, he wins it and he brings back the brood. Full brood. Gangrel, <laughs> yes. Christian, and they're just coming out to that. To, to that song that that entrance song is one of my favorite entrance songs of all time. Yeah, uh, it's it's just, it's just a banger of an entrance song. So if if this is this last run, you know, and it's it just back full to the brood, brood, I'm in. Uh, other you, other otherwise, I think I'm. I would love <laughs> to see the brood, but you know,
0: at WrestleMania, right before before the match, shout out to Krista B of those wrestling girls. All she kept saying was, "I want to see Brood." She said that literally for weeks leading up to it. And that's yeah. exactly what we got, a sign that said Brood Edge. <laughs> I was waiting for the music to hit. I was like, this is going to be the first time I hear the music in person. This is going right. to be great. It never hit. The only time I heard that music was at the WrestleMania Superstore when we was conducting interviews. Yeah. They never gave
2: <laughs> us the music. Well, they, they gave it to us technically at SummerSlam, right? Yeah, right. Oh, you're and right. With his return. But I forgot about that. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't full brood. Yeah. You know, he, he was still wearing a leather jacket and shit. I right. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> I don't know. If, aren't you vampires? Uh, so, that's what. Well, maybe he uh, started
3: the, the, the teeth and all that stuff. Like, is he going to have to grow his hair yeah.
2: long? Like, maybe drink, he's going to wear drink those white shirts. A blood cup. Well, this is why you got to bring back Gangrel. He could do all that weird vampire shit for you. And you then know?
3: he's just a dude wearing
2: black with like a long coat on. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my. but, uh, That's what I would like to see. All right, we've got one more here. Friend of the show, Stephanie Hardy. Brian H., play the clip. Hey, y'all. This is Stephanie Hardy, host of V. Hardy Wrestling Podcast. And I absolutely feel that after Zelina Vega's performance at Backlash against Rhea Ripley, she should be a top contender for Miss Money in the Bank. Shout out to
3: Queen Steph Hardy, first and foremost. Mm Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I was yeah, gonna yeah, go say, ahead. uh actually shouts out to Mosh. Mosh uh customs. He 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 was the one that did the custom kicks that uh Selena Vega. I don't know what type of stone they were shining, and he had the Puerto Rico flag on I don't know, it. Oh no, it really dope. Go to to, to Mosh or, or I guess find uh Selena Vega page. Anyway, um it's one of those things where when you're wrestling Rhea Ripley and this is Rhea Ripley's first defense as SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley wasn't having a bad match. She wasn't going out there into Puerto Rico. And I don't want to say that Zelina can't go, but I am going to say she had a great dance partner in that match. And I think she, she, at the very least, showed that she could do more than hide under the ring while everybody else is in the ring on the outside doing in the work. Like, like it's every Royal rumble. That's the spot people look for is Zelina to run up under the ring and do some trickery before she's knocked out. Let these people work and and, and they'll, there's fan bases out there that you may not even realize. Um, is she ready for what that, like carrying that title and actually being on that run? I'm not sure. We've not been able to see Zelina in that, that light, but, uh, I I I would like I would like to see her in that match.
2: Brian, Zelina's obviously raised her profile just a little bit more, you know, being involved in the LWO, getting that title match in Puerto Rico. Miss Money in the Bank. Does that do anything for you?
0: Oh, I would love it, but honestly, I think I would love it more of her being Miss Money in the Bank being a heel, just because mm. she, one thing we yeah. know is she can talk. And I know the heel mm-hmm. role is something that's very um, comfortable for her. That's what she's done throughout her career. So it is cool to see her as a baby face, but her being a heel, she would talk. And her mm-hmm. tag team championship run was so entertaining. And I think with her being yeah. a heel, she would be the type of person who would cash in, least expected. I mean, you imagine they eat she would have if she cashed on Bianca Belair, right? And right. then Bianca's chasing her and for some reason she just couldn't get it done. So I think that would be fun, but Even if as a baby face and her, you know, catching Rhea Ripley slipping, that would be fun as well. Word. Word.
2: Yeah. I mean, she's... Her mic skills are... I think they're almost underrated Mm -hmm. (laughs) at this point Mm -hmm. because they don't... I feel like they don't give her that shine as much as they used to, uh, you know, when she was with Andrade. So, I mean, I would love to see it. Honestly, I think that's a great call by Stephanie. Um, And... Dude, uh, her as like a a heel with the briefcase. That's just a great look. It I think make, that would be a fantastic well, booking.
3: Remember, I mean, you you mentioned Bianca. Remember, it was like early pandemic on Raw. It was it was Street Profits and it was Andrade and anybody Zelina was with. That was they were battling each, each and every week. And uh, yeah, I I think one of the things I, I saw Zelina at that point because she was strictly. She was strictly, she was more of a manager role than than, than a wrestler. Yeah. And you could yeah. tell that she had a good mind for uh, you know, hatching plans and to, to to try and, you know. So I, I think if she could be a heel with a briefcase, it could be like the Miz, where the Miz sets up these plans to try and do or, you know, something on that lane of just uh being able to be a little more devious than uh, and, and, and use the, the use her, her mind as opposed to just having to go in and trying to beat the shit out of Rhea Ripley or whoever else every week, which we saw the match. It's not going to happen. Just, the end result was the end
2: result. It's not going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
2: And sorry, go ahead, Brian. No, nah, go ahead. Oh no, sorry. I was saying bye to my daughter. I got thrown out. <laughs> I know. I was. <laughs> I was just killing time.
0: But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh,
2: no, no, no. I was. I was going to actually rap. So if you have a, if you have a thought, I can. We can do that. We can rap. Okay. Cool. Um. Shout out to shout out to Rick. Shout out to Stephanie for dropping in the first two. Listener, they said what. Keep them coming. The voicemail number is in the description of the show. Brian tweeted it out yesterday. Keep them coming because we need some takes. We, we love the takes. We love the fans uh, and listeners. So send them all in. Actually, we're going to take a quick break right now. Go ahead, find the number, and call us right now. We'll be back right after this.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. it is now time to welcome back our
2: special guest this week to Wednesday Worldwide, Ringer Wrestling Scribe and good old Kayfabe Metrics boy himself. The name is Bond. Nick Bond. How are you doing today? Good, sir. Uh, Worldwide? What? <laughs> there is.
0: Worldwide?
4: Uh, Yeah, no, I held it in this time because it felt very unprofessional <laughs> when I jumped it last time. <laughs> Um, so, wait, what was your question, sir? I was just like hyped on hitting <laughs> that mark and then. Um...
2: <laughs> no, no, it's just, how are you doing? Seems, I'm doing seems good. wonderful. Seems good.
4: <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. This is a great day. I'm really excited to be back. Um, I well, think this is my definite third time, might be fourth. I don't remember. I'm not good at counting. I, uh,.
2: There might you have been. you so, might have been on the dark, some dark match matches, episode. Yeah, there was yeah. Yeah. I, I
4: was definitely on the dark matches. This is either my my third or my fourth. Like, yeah, I'm positive yeah, on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what to call them. I thought they were like hidden gems, like the Tom <laughs> McGee match or whatever right, it was. Hidden gems.
3: So that, I, some better than others. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the dark. They're definitely the dark matches, though. Got some good yeah, stuff Yeah,
2: there. Exactly. Our PC days. you know, are <laughs> <laughs> <what's> <laughs> we, we were at the performance event. center. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was just in the performance center. So workshopping with this actually were. Uh, Nick, your newest piece, Who's Your Daddy? Dominic Mysterio's journey past the Nepo Baby tag, uh, hit the ringer.com this past Monday. And, you know, as as usual, it's it's fantastic. It's it's linked in the description of this show. And, you know, the, the piece touches on, you know, what could be Dom's immediate future, given that, you know, judgment day and LWO or are now on on separate shows. And, and to kick things off here, I am, am curious about your your reactions to the reactions that he's getting from the crowd these days. Because I mean, you know, you see a lot of you know a lot of piped in reactions getting called out these days, and and, and Dom is getting heat from the crowd, right? It, it, but. And especially whenever he hits the ring, but especially when this dude gets on the mic, and I'm just wondering, in, in your opinion, what's that percentage looking like in terms of this heat being genuine heel heat and the dreaded go away heat? Like, where? Oh, are you I don't think it's go. Heat.
4: I, I don't. I don't think it's any of it's go away heat. Okay, good. Um, like, I think that go away heat is a very specific idea. That is like your gross and bad, uh, more so than just like we find you like skeevy. The very Long Island <laughs> phrase, but we find you skeevy. Um, that's that's more what go away heat is. It's part of my French. It's he's with Ray fucking Mysterio. Like he's this is maybe the most popular wrestler that is currently working in terms of like the totality of his fandom. Like right. he has everybody for, he's been wrestling since he was 14. Right. Like, I think that's the story. He's 48 now, like, right. He's in his late 40, like that's insane. Like he's, <laughs> that's, that's nuts, Right. like multiple, multiple, multiple decades. Of wrestling and he also has the thing of like i've wrestled in eight decades or whatever because he probably wrestled in the yeah in the 80s and then wrestled 90s uh to like he is a special case so i don't know how much of the volume is real but i think a lot of the actual heat is real like mm-hmm. in other words how mm-hmm. big this fire is going to get i can't tell you but the king like the amount of heat that's coming off of it relative to like how much Dom is putting in is real. They do not like Dom, but I don't think it's go away heat. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he has like a very specific, we don't like you uh, kind
2: of thing because of, you, and that's good to hear. Yeah, it's yeah, th- good to hear. Know. As 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 I might be the the biggest Don Mysterio fan at the Ringer, I don't know yet. Uh, but uh, I feel like we'll I'm, I'm claiming <laughs> that title. Uh, yeah, it, it's I think it's it's up for grabs. But no, it's good to hear. It's 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 interesting because uh, you know you can never tell with uh, with some of these reactions. I'm just always I'm dubious. At all times, anyway. Sorry, Cal. I cut you off.
3: No, no, no. It's fine. I was gonna say because <laughs> um, I, I probably wasn't as big of a Dominic Mysterio fan going into WrestleMania, but it was, it was. Part of it was that sa- that Saturday night with the engines, but really it was that conversation the next day that 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 Sunday morning where he was talking about a lot of this stuff where I started to understand what he was doing a bit differently. But in looking, you know at at you know editing you know Nick's amazing piece and and looking at Dom's history, uh we're on the cusp of like the beginning of the Ray Mysterio Seth Rollins feud that began. Dominic wrestling. It's been. It's, this was three years ago. Just about you know uh, that March was or March that May when uh when that was popping off. And since then, Dominic's been a part of a lot. You know he's 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 rubbed shoulders and, and and beat up on Edge. He's obviously beat up on his father. You know he he's been back and forth for Bad Bunny and Nick. I'm wondering from you, with everything that's going on with him right now over the last three years, what do you think has been the most important moment? For Dominic Mysterio, the wrestler so far?
4: Uh, the day he met Rhea Ripley. Ah, I like that. She's she's special, man. Uh, she is really, she elevates the entire act, uh, which is a very like in dorky inside wannabe <laughs> thing to say, but like it really is. They complete each other because she is. So you had the dynamic with a uh, woman as the heavy with China, right, but China and triple H wasn't like a a a little baby boy like yeah. <laughs> like he was a, presumably a tough guy that let other people do his dirty work for him uh Dominic is not that guy he's not that guy uh and it's very clear but Rhea is that guy so it totally works like that you have to have somebody who is the man as it were in the parlance of like uh Becky Lynch or whatever but that is what she gives him so I think that's really what completed the character I don't think he totally worked with Ray because it was like yeah Ray's really great but Tom is especially then not Great. great uh where and it's the and I, I kind of talk about this in the piece it is very weird that ray mysterio is the height of my mom basically uh and his son is like a normal size wrestler like right just do you know? What I mean? So I think it yeah, yeah, does yeah. make it weird. It's like is he supposed to be the big man and the little guy, big guy <laughs> tag team? Right. Like, or right. is he just supposed to be the guy whose dad is dad is there to protect him? Which I think Ray's great. I don't think his size is a problem, but with the dynamic with the tag team, it always felt like is he also like he's bigger than him? he should at least be able to do like kind of uh, like an equal amount of this partnership right. like it would be like like if Dustin Rhodes were Ray mysterio's kid be like yeah he's gonna beat the crap out of people even if he isn't as good as ray mysterio right but like dominic it's just like all right buddy sure you can also get beat up by these guys that are way bigger than both of you combined <laughs> like <laughs> yes
3: yeah, i guess the sad part is it's not like there was a lot i don't want to say there's a lot ray could couldn't teach him but like ray style is Ray's style and it's hard. magic for he's a
4: magical person it's, it's like it's i hard can't, for Anybody I'm that. sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah,
3: you you, you you can't just walk in the ring and do what Ray does. So to be Dominic Mysterio, day one, he can't emulate that at all. So it's it's yeah. kind of it's. I don't I don't want to say he's given you know a a, a a bad. He's he's been dealt a bad hand or whatever. But I mean, in this relationship, it's <laughs> it's, it, it's hard to glean you know a lot from your father when he's that much above everybody else.
4: Oh, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a real problem for him in a way that I don't think anybody's ever really had to contend. And that's where actually like, the genesis of the piece came, is like, Ray was, uh, sorry, Dominic was in a storyline when he was eight, where it, about <laughs> his parentage like whether like whether or not he was somebody else's kid like (laughs) he did an interview where he basically talked about like no i actually had people like making fun of me for that that Mm -hmm. is weird when you're eight even if you can somewhat compartmentalize stuff like it's it's just like a really weird idea to have to grow up with i kind of like hit on it in the piece a little bit like i grew up in a town where my last name is bond my dad's name is James. My dad is like a neighborhood legend because he's a crazy person. I love him, but he's a crazy person. <laughs> and uh, he had four brothers that were thirteen years apart, so everyone knew who I was in every room I walked to, into, in every school, mm-hmm. and, like a lot of parents knew and stuff like that. It really changes the like dynamic you have with people and with your environment. Right. So, like, I understand. I actually really like that Ray and Dominic had the breakup they did, where it was like it Ray was at fault. He, what he did was wrong. I don't, he wanted to win a match against these guys. He wanted to beat them and Dominic wanted a chance to beat them. So Mm -hmm. I think like a lot of the dynamics that have come after this have been like, I think that works. I think Dom also has a really great future in terms of, uh, he really can talk.
0: He's really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. The other day I was on a mass mail and we were talking about the post-draft rosters. And one of the things I said was I could see Dominic becoming a mid-card champion. And mm-hmm. immediately Shoemaker reminded me that Gunther is the IC champion. <laughs> so we don't think Dominic's going to take out Gunther, obviously. But Not with that attitude, he's not. <laughs> That's, <laughs> hurtful, man. That's a good point. Very good point. <laughs> but I do see him holding the title eventually. What do you think is Dominic Mysterio's ceiling? I mean, The Miz is a
4: two-time world champion. Mm, that's a good point. Like, uh, and the the good Lord gave us the Money in the Bank, so like we like <laughs> Dom is a perfect. His ceiling is the Miz, but uh, like with a lucha styling, like mm. I, like like a. I think that's his ceiling. I think he can be that good. It's whether or not, and I don't mean this as a knock against Dom. It's if you've seen like the Celtic warrior workouts with the Miz, that dude works. And when your entire thing is uh, how hard you work, but also you're a heel, uh, like to toe that fine line is a really insane thing that I think that Dom actually has enough background in being like a, a, a famous person to like deal with the like rise in fame, honestly, uh, that you would get from that. So it's not like, Oh, I worked so hard and I became, it's like, I became slightly better or as good as my dad. Um, uh, the Miz is an incredible mind blowing career. So mm-hmm. like that you'd be well served to be as good as that. So yeah, that, that would be my answer. Sorry for the long windedness of it, Brian. <laughs> but, uh, I I'm here to eat, about that. eat in innings. That's what well, I'm here to do.
3: <laughs> Well, you said, I mean, money in the bank is a thing that happens every year. And they just introduced a world heavyweight championship. I could see, I mean, I could see Adam <sighs> use, utilizing that briefcase to steal steal one for the judgment day. And him and mommy could, you know, his and hers Raise titles, them up. I don't know. Yeah, they'd yeah, to, yeah. They'd have to get purple purple leather straps. Yeah.
4: Oh, I, I know. I'm a hundred percent. I'm. I was hoping you would keep going. I like the whole idea, <laughs> yeah, and then you just, just stopped. You're like, done. oh, okay. Nobody likes my idea. I yeah. loved your idea, buddy. I loved it.
3: Yeah, I, I wasn't getting enough uh, affirmation. No, um, <laughs> no. It, again, we could probably talk about you know the, the nuptials between mommy and Dom at some point for for hours, Dude, for no, hours. Not
4: in front of Buddy Matthews, though. Oh, Make no. a weird, passive aggressive <laughs> Instagram comment about it. Please don't but, don't attack me. Giant from man me. from Australia, I think. I think he's Australian.
3: I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Some, somebody fact check that. No, but uh, we 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 gotta we gotta get to the rest of the show, Nick. But before we get out of here, before you get out of here, I wanted to know: is there anything from last night's NXT or anything from
4: tonight's Dynamite that has your attention the most? Nah, no I mean, no, not. So tonight, uh, my wife has never seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall so what (laughs) we're going to what I that's what I said we're the same age it's not like she's like way younger than I'm she's like (laughs) I'm like eight months older I was like wait what yeah so that's our movie night Wednesday is our movie night Uh. and uh tuesday i just didn't i didn't watch and i'm sorry i'm like I'm the two-year-old no, no, no. i really only have so much time <laughs> no i actually i
3: actually love the fact that most of my timeline is going to be like engrossed in this cage match and and nick's just going to be at home for like oh, Marshall, no, huh? like
4: look how hot miller that you should not tell your wife how attractive somebody in a movie is um but seriously no i showed her picture she's like yeah no seriously
3: <laughs> that's the hall pass is that your hall pass? No, uh, yeah, 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 let's, let's keep it at that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're keep, oh, we're keeping that on the show, Nick's Hall Pass. We're, we're going to clip that one out for social. <laughs> that's the name um, of the episode.
3: That's the name of the episode, <laughs> the of the episode actually.
2: <laughs> Nick Bond, thank you so much for coming on the show. But, and uh, last before you go, you created the formula for the Ringer's WWE Power Board. Are there any updates to that Power Board that you wanted to touch on real quick?
4: Oh, so, uh, we actually, I will be finishing up this week's, uh, run of the numbers, but my guess is that, uh, Bianca Belair will definitely be passing Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns was sitting at He's home. The He's the current
2: number one. He's a current number one, right? Bare- barely. Just barely. barely.
4: Yeah. I I so there's a concept that we use called on show percentage and as long as you show up on television I'm willing to give you love when you stop and become the bad guy from Inspector Gadget I'm kind of done with (laughs) giving you sorry Brian I know this hurts for you to hear he has to show up to work like an adult I don't care he doesn't have to wrestle he just has to he can show up via satellite like his his cousin (laughs) and be an actual star instead of just like I'm I'm busy this week like, he has five kids, so I'm going to give him a lot. His...
0: of No, he doesn't!
4: Him. Do you watch Bob Newhart specials? That's no. not real! <laughs> like, uh, oh. so yeah, there's going to be some movement. Uh, Owens and Zayn are really keeping the good work, and their plan is to win every single match going forward. Uh, so that is uh, going to be good for the thing. Uh, also, Drew McIntyre uh really interesting cuz he's dropped so precipitously since we mm-hmm. moved it up a year like that's the biggest change to me yeah. is that, like his i saw this coming all of this noise about him way before cuz it's like he's working way less and right. he does not seem happy and he's losing like a couple of title matches but he's also showing up in mid-card title matches this is mm-hmm. a guy had like 37 straight title defenses like on how you know, like he's had real success and now they're like enjoy the mid card buddy and he's like I don't I I don't oh man
2: and he got drafted to Rod wasn't in the tournament for the World Heavyweight (laughs) Championship
4: I think somebody said something about that I definitely think that's uh, like I don't think that's a good sign at all no, uh, not, unless
2: the whole thing
4: is he's coming back being like, I was there when nobody else was there. I'm a bad guy now. I'm going to be kicking people's faces off, which would be cool. Would be but cool. like, I wanted him to get his baby face conquering hero yeah. moment that he got in front of literally zero people that weren't yeah. employed by the WWE. Because uh, like, I I heard the pop at that at the 2020 Royal Rumble. That dude was well on. I will say this now. A lot of bad things happened because of the pandemic. Uh, my wife is an ICU nurse, so I take mm-hmm. it seriously. Mm-hmm. But uh, we would not have Roman Reigns if it if the pandemic didn't happen, and that's that's something that Damn. like because Drew McIntyre would have been such a dominant champion, they wouldn't have just been like, oh, we're gonna have this guy completely run roughshod over everyone while we churn through WWE champions wow. like him or Lashley. Drew was crazy. He eliminated Brock Lesnar after Brock Lesnar, I think eliminated 14 straight people, like some sort of elimination monster. He just ate people. And then they had him (laughs) kick him out, like him him and Ricochet kick him out of the ring. Like, hooray for metaphors you know uh, what i'm saying right. like, <laughs> meanwhile so roman, I th- they
3: were pouring dog food on roman at that point if i'm not roman, mistaken
4: roman won the universal title by signing the contract while both of the me- other men in the match were in a destroyed ring <laughs> he came did a bunch of moves got upset Pinned somebody, and it was like I'm the best. Head of the ever. table. He literally said that in the next promo. The so chief. this isn't. Sorry, I could. I'm clearly. <laughs> is it, this is the
3: real Nick Nick Fields about Roman Reigns showing? Us. This is why I love is,
4: Roman Reigns. I hate the way he's booked. It's the worst. I love <laughs> Roman Reigns. He's my Sorry, well, Brian. Well, that's, that's why I haven't been on the show in a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a it's a deeper conversation for sure, and I'm with you on all that. But everyone, go check out the Ringers WWE Power Board at wrestling.theringer.com. Nick, anything else you want to plug on the way out? And where, where, where can people find you on the socials?
4: So you can check me out at the Nickster, Uh That's T H E N 1 C K S T E R. That uh, if you have a blue sky invite, hey, uh, <laughs> <by> whatever else. <laughs> Um, I like that. The Nickster is always going to be it, even on blue sky. And, uh, Phil and I, Phil Schneider and I have started a Patreon. Where he's going to be continuing doing the three count, and I'm going to be doing like charts and graphs that didn't make it into the pieces. Like I have a couple of charts and graphs based on legacy points. It's a thing I use to measure like title reigns and stuff like that, and it really lets you see like where Dustin and and Dusty are and stuff like that. Uh, And that is uh, check us out at uh, Institute of K Fabometrics, K Fabometrics Institute, or How Wrestling Explains, which is my podcast, which may be coming back. Um, So those are all things you should check out but uh and you can check out my pin tweet is the patreon there so yeah definitely definitely check that out we're doing good work over there i have a piece that should be going up right before this came up and if you're a patreon you can check it out
2: there you go boom there it is mr bond thank you again and hope to have you back on the show soon thank you my friend yeah
4: pleasure as always love you brian
2: <laughs> <laughs> love, you. love you too nick love you too All right. And before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's upcoming Dynamite. Uh, we'll, we'll each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT. And then we'll talk about one more in depth here. Cal, take things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway?
3: I gotta say, the, 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 Braun and Trick. Braun yes. trying to take Trick's head off. Yeah, that was, that was the one.
2: Absolutely. Brian,
3: anything uh-huh. different? What
2: do you have? Yeah,
0: so I knew Cal would say that. (laughs) Uh, Kiana James and Lyra Valkyra, man, just the match. It was was much better than what I thought it would be, to be honest with you. This is the first Mm -hmm. time I really got to see Kiana James cook. Like, we know what Lyra can do. Uh, She's in my uh, pencil her in to lose the finals to Tiffany Stratton. But Mm -hmm. I thought overall it was a good match.
2: Agreed. I also have Brawn and Trick. Uh, man, I don't know. I this this new Brawn is yeah, so uh, very out. good. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, see, I inspired change. They did it. <laughs> I want everyone. Yeah. I just. It, it, it only took a couple months. No. It's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's doing some great work. Also, Trick though. Trick can go, man. Mm-hmm. That dude. You know, I, I'm assuming inevitably him and Mello will break up, and you know, he'll kind of be on his own. We'll see. Trick is nice. Trick, trick is nice, dude. Is is is
3: it's good to see that it's not just Mellow's man. Like trick Trick can be yeah.
2: Trick Williams That's... on his own. So yeah, let's go. I'm um, I'm I'm really excited to kind of see him do more stuff. Uh, do you think are are we seeing a Trick Mello feud in the future? You could. I mean I, it, I, I is that too see- easy is that too <laughs> much of an easy path for them?
3: well it's one it's one of those things where it's like what makes the most sense does mellow because I'm thinking main roster like is do you want to go mellow and trick on the main roster as a debut and then at some mm. point them split or or would you rather have the split happen in NXT before Mello leaves? I, uh, I, th- I think either one is going to do a good job of setting trick up may make more sense to do it on NXT. If you really want to have trick c- progress on his own before going anywhere else. But, uh, I kind of would, I kind of want to see Mello and trick. I selfishly want to see them on the main roster and, 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 and what type of t-shirts and, and stuff they're able to do on
0: raw or SmackDown, something mm, like that's that. That's a good point. Yeah, that's I, I agree. Cool. Um, it's got Shawn Michaels, Diesel, all over mm-hmm. it, and not for the reasons that everybody think. Um, if you right. listen to their interview with the Masked Man that took place at the WrestleMania um, Superstore, I should say Mello's interview, mm-hmm. he yeah. talked about you know him having that wrestling background and Trick having an athletic background, especially when they first went on, um, like they was doing you know some dark matches on the main roster and their approach to the locker room and how Mello had to <laughs> school yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah. Dude. Same thing like Diesel was let was to say Kevin Nash was a superstar athlete, mm-hmm. uh, then a bouncer turned wrestler where Shawn Michaels, this is what he wanted to do. And he grew up. And one of the things is, like he said, that when he first won his first world championship, he pulled Shawn Michaels aside and said, thank you. He said a year ago, I thought I was done with this business, but because of you, I'm a world champion. Simply Shawn Michaels seeing this guy on WCW said, I want him as my bodyguard. So yeah. it's a lot of similarities On that side as well So um, I could see a few But I don't want to see it
2: I, I want to see them Hold some tag team gold
0: first Good
2: point. Oh, okay Good point. I like that I like that uh, let's, let's look ahead To tonight's AEW Dynamite What's the one thing You're looking forward to most? Brian H, what do you got?
0: Oh uh, man What will probably be The main event My, um, Moxley And yeah. Kenny Omega You know they're going to Put on a banger um, they're going to bleed and they're going to do some crazy <laughs> spots, <laughs> but I'm still looking forward to it.
2: Yeah. Cal. What do you uh,
3: have? It's an, it's an interesting night. I mean, I, even outside of the steel cage match, they've got a number of interesting pairings. I think I'm going to go uh, Ray Phoenix, Claudio in this double jeopardy match only because it says that the winner will earn a shot at the loser's title. So I I don't. I you could have Claudio and you to go up against Lucha Bros. They're going to lose, but I I could see a very interesting uh, Ray Phoenix versus Claudio ROH uh, World Title match on like Honor Club or something like that. That'd be dope,
2: right? I I also have a cage match. I mm. mean, just what a what a way to spice up the middle of the week. You know, just yeah. a classic old cage match. Mox Mox uh, Omega
3: Four should be a big one.
2: Yeah, yeah, especially the way they've been kind of promoting it to Mm -hmm. be a big deal. Um, I mean, for which is interesting, given they know they have a pay per view at the end of this month. You figure they could save this, but hell, it's like booking a match in uh, GM mode in WWE 2K23. (laughs) You know, you you got to get those ratings. They (laughs) pop the ratings. So, listeners,
3: Uh, listeners, when I tell y'all what happens when when the squad gets 2K. The 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 sleepless nights that my co hosts have been having, <laughs> I don't know how work gets done. You know, you wake up and oh man, you know I had this match set up and they was in the cage and yeah. And I'm like, what? I mean, it's, it's 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 amazing to see because it's what we all want. But two K, we We got a job. Like we you, you don't make the actual, game so addicting. <laughs> it's work. You know, it's, it's it prep is work for the nah, show. It it's, you you got to write it off for the network. As work.
2: I, absolutely. I also, uh, if you for I'll keep this for the the worldwide listeners. I created a Ringer Wrestling Arena for <laughs> WWE 2K23. Hit me up on on Twitter if you That's want the uh, the, the upload, you know <laughs> what I mean? But if you don't, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> but that is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on, of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials.
3: Um, at Cal on Twitter, at Cal Dub on Instagrams, and of course, also on Twitter at Ringer Wrestling. That's where all this stuff goes in. It's
0: simple: TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Brian H.
2: Waters. It's in the description. It's in the description. It's in the description. Follow the description. and you can follow me at Cruise Control. It's Control with the K, if you so desire, gentlemen. Thank you as always. For the Grabs chat, everyone else, we will catch you next week worldwide.